0: Welcome, Welcome to the, the show. show. I'm Mikey. And it's your girl Zayday. We are two social justice warriors dedicated to dismantling systems of oppression through a black, black queer, queer feminist, feminist lens. Feminist
1: lens. Yes, this podcast will cover a variety of topics ranging from politics in our country to which new bop you can twerk to. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> yup, and
0: while we're twerking, y'all can start following. Search Black to the Future on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter.
1: Join in the conversation. And don't forget to leave positive reviews for us on your stream platforms. Yes,
0: please leave positive reviews. With the reach of this podcast, we desire to change the world one
1: episode at a time. Yep, and I think it's time we get started, don't you think? Yep, let's get it. The, the past, past is gone, gone. the present, present is an adventure, is looks like it's time, time to go, go black back to the future. Cut a theme music. Uh, yeah. Oh. Dropping every Thursday on the hour of the twelve, yeah. Breaking all the curses, creating family wealth. Saving my community, my passion is your health. Yeah. Yes, I am a girl, but I do not yeah. Looking at the world through a feminist lens. Uh. Duh, bitter trash, no recycling bins. Yeah. Women are superior, we're gonna get our wins. Category clothes, the girls get their tins. Transphobic thoughts are shaky, they wobble. Homophobic creeps. Behind a bottle, LGBT, I'm pose yet a model. Black to the future, we stay popping bottles.
2: black to the sky, bright to the stars,
0: showing the world who we are. The past is gone, the present
2: is out, let's go for show. Black to the future.
1: It. Yay. Hey, everyone, and welcome back to a brand new episode of Black to the Future. Oh, yes, yes, yes. We have a lovely guest here. Really? <laughs> Mistakes are okay. Technology is, it fucks up. Anyway, I I have a lovely guest here who I've been watching on social media for, like, forever. And I'm so excited that he could be here. This is so exciting. So, I have the lovely, talented actor, um, student um, astrologer, and um, a person who wants to heal and better the world, which is what everybody should be wanting to do, to be completely honest. I have the lovely, talented Joshua here. Woo! Hello, everybody. Hey. Yay. Thank you so much for being here. I really, really, really appreciate it. Um, um, oh, gosh. So how about you tell everyone your um, pronouns and how you identify if you want to share that information? Yes. Hi, y'all. I
3: am Josh. Oh, I'm also country. <laughs> <laughs> country is cute. But- Uh, My name is Josh. My pronouns is he or his or he. I believe I'm still learning the pronouns myself, but he, his, or he, and um, I identify as um, a gay black man.
1: Come on in the room. And so I, I, like I said, I've been like watching your, your um Instagram and your TikToks for like the longest time. They are very centric around astrology and things like that. And as people on the podcast, we talk about astrology all the fucking time. So I would just be so excited to like, I'm like, oh, there's a new one. i would be like ready. And especially if it involves Scorpio, i would be so excited. To be like this is going to be great.
3: Oh, so, Scorpios, child.
1: Oh, don't do that.
3: Don't do that. <laughs>
1: That's okay. I love you because you're a Pisces. I have to love you by default, so yeah. It's just water
3: sign, water energy.
1: Just by default, I can't help it. So you know, my that's my favorite sign. But we'll talk about signs and astrology a little bit later. Mm-hmm. Um, but the first thing I want to ask is, how is your blackness? How are you doing as a black queer person at this exact moment in your life?
3: In this exact moment of my life, as a Black queer person, I am actually doing phenomenal. I am doing great, okay? I am happy. I am Black. I am proud. I am living in my truth. And I am just thankful for God and just thankful for everybody and thankful for just life in this moment. So, yes.
1: Ooh, praise them. If you're able to disclose, where are, you, where are you coming from right now on the mic?
3: I am a... Uh, I am from New York, but I am living
1: in Atlanta. I was okay. Wait, 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 because I was listening to you talk, and I was thinking, I was just like,
3: I'm like, you got one of them
1: accents that sounds a little New york I'm just like, it might be that. <laughs> yeah, I'm from Mount Vernon, New York, or near the Bronx, but I
3: live in Atlanta. I've been living in Atlanta for the past ten years.
1: So yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay, so we got a little bit of north and a little bit down south. This is a nice little hodgepodge. That's. <laughs> So, um, I'm I'm happy to hear that you are doing well and being very successful, obviously, on you know, your social media and everything with all that you uh-huh. do and all the work and stuff. I'm really excited about that. Particularly as black queer people, so yes. obviously, um, I, I don't know if you wanted to chat about it, just a fraction. I wanna know how you felt. Cause I think you tweeted the other the other day about the the Lil Nas X you know, the industry baby video and um you probably have yeah. feelings about these lovely people called the baby and Boosie and i you know, I'm sure you have feelings.
3: Yes. Um you know, as a black queer person and the platform that I have now with the amount of followers that I have, I definitely want to make sure I am being a spokesperson, especially when it comes to the LGBT community. I can't be quiet about that. Mm-hmm. Um, I know sometimes people get me confused as if because I am a spiritual person or because I teach this and I'm supposed to just be positive all the time. But it's a difference between being fake positive and speaking the truth about fucking common sense. Right. Okay. When it comes to respect. So um uh, this is not my first time tweeting about Little Nas X. I've tweeted about him before, especially when he dropped, I believe, the song or video Montero Montero,
1: Montero. Believe- yeah. Call me by Montero. My Montero.
3: Mm-hmm. Right, yes. Um, so with this situation, you know, um I've definitely grew to love little Nas X. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Um You know, um, uh, you know, I'm a Barb. So
1: And now we are now now I'm destined to be connected with you forever, so <laughs>
3: I've been a bar since 2010, so you know, and you know, us bars you know that Little Nas X was a bar too. We knew he was this is
1: what account. I tell people all the time.
3: Right, so we knew that he was behind that account. So it took me a little minute for him to, you know, for me to get used to him because, you know, he was denying everything Nikki as if that was not him or he didn't like her, you know what I'm saying? But he actually came out if I, you know, you know addressed that situation. Mm-hmm. So I really wasn't connecting with his music after. Um, Old Town Road mm-hmm. for some reason, but I don't know. I think I don't know when I started connecting. Like maybe a few months ago when he probably dropped them Montero song, and then the industry baby. And I just have really been loving him since then. Mm-hmm. Like I I fell in love with Lil Nas X. Like, like I just feel like he is a person that, as a gay guy, as a gay black male, especially in the industry, that a lot of gay black people should really be respecting
2: mm-hmm. i don't feel like
3: nobody's in his shoes that he that's doing what he's doing okay mm-hmm. it's just like we don't have no representation so for him to be here and do everything he's doing i am loving it so um you know i god, the whole <laughs>
1: no. the baby's Ciao. Um, well let me let me just say like i'm very proud shout out to lanax x i don't know if you ever hear this but god like it would be sick to give you the Um, I'm very proud of everything that he's done. And, like, when I tell people, I'm just, like, he was a Barb. Like, I followed, like, all three of his Twitters. So, I'm just, like, I know. And I think the thing about it for me is, like, he's really just... I think he's really showing everybody the representation that we've been wanting to see for like the longest time. It's like gay black people, gay queer people, or gay queer people, girl. Black queer people have been like in the background forever doing hair, makeup, choreographing, all that story, all that stuff. And now it's like we on this mainstream platform and it's kind of like, well, this is too much. And it's like. Okay, but all the other stuff that we've seen up until this point, which is of course normalized, because it's like, look at naked women and da da da, all that kind of stuff, and they just be like, oh, I just can't, I just, I just don't understand, and like this is normal. I'm just like, it's well, and, and this isn't normal either. Well, I'm gonna let people go ahead and have that, but what your your thoughts on 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 the baby, oh, Mister Kirk? <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, uh, child, I used to stay in these comments defending everybody against Nikki. Now I'm doing it for Lil Nas X, Chad. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it, it's like I can so points where I I literally used to be stressing myself out about this. Like, oh, my God, like, how do these people not understand? Like, and I just feel like some people choose not to understand and some people just don't, just want to be homophobic, period. Mm-hmm. So the whole the baby situation... You know, I was already going I was already in the state of not liking the baby anymore because I just I just started feeling like he was becoming too cocky. You know oh, what I'm saying? It mm-hmm. was he like he's the finest thing walking the earth and you know, a lot of women put that in his mind. So, you know, when he be I think he was arguing with Megan and he was just like, you know, what well, my pretty little fine chocolate ass gonna be mad and I'm just like, Okay, not a cockiness <laughs> And it's like you're cute but you are not all that. You know, I, I don't find him attractive at all, like I don't you know, but <laughs> With the little Nas sex that just like, that was the end of that, you know what I'm saying? And, well, really, he said, I think the HIV, AIDS comments were right. more. Mm-hmm. more of the little non-sex, but, you know, that was very ignorant of the baby plan to say. Um, I just feel like that, he was so uneducated for him to be saying that. I, I just feel bad for the people that was out in the crowd, mm-hmm. who have to hear that, who is affected by that. It's right. just like, that was disgusting, and then... Um,
1: like, imagine paying your money to go there and to scream your head off of him, and then he, like, if you got HIV, like, you need to get the fuck... Like, what?
3: It's disrespectful. And it's just, like, and then it, even the apology that he said after, it wasn't even an apology. He told him, "Well, my fans are not gay. My fans are clean. You don't know what your fans are. So you're basically saying your fans are clean, and everybody else that's not your fan is dirty. Right. And that's just, like, that's just, like, he... I don't know who his publicist is, but he needs to go find one if he don't have one. <laughs> it's like he's just ruining his own career like like and i don't even feel like he's sorry at all because he continues he, he posts his stuff like i don't care so
1: it's just like he not sorry he just he just want more gas he just want more fight you know gas on, on the it. fire and you know what what they say is like some news is better than you know no news or whatever so he trying to make his stuff stay popping, and stay hot and he just has like the I'm mentality like, of a lot of like like, cis-het black... Like, they just... They all have the same kind of mentality in that way where it's like they want to put the blackness first and then they want to put their manpower second. I'm just like, you bring all those things at once, just like how I bring all my things at one time. So you can't sit there and say, like, oh, like you black first. I'm just like, no, I'm multiple things simultaneously. This is a both-and world. So I think a lot of cis have black people genuinely adamantly believe that you can't be black and LGBT at the same time and you know every week I wake up every week every day I wake up and go hmm still happening to me and i <laughs> but it's not supposed to be but it's happening so it's, it's sad and I just feel like you
3: know I I, I just had to teach myself like Josh stop responding to comments these people do not care to want to Learn these people do not care to, you know about your life. You're like, I never used to be stressing myself out. Like, I think I had a whole day of arguing people in the comments about Alona Isaac, so where I was literally like so mad. I'm like, I should not have to be fighting like this for this boy or even for my sexuality, just because y'all are just choosing to want to be brainwashed by some Bible, okay? And it's like and this is exactly why I strayed away from religion. Mm-hmm. I used to be Christian, but I strayed away from that. I strayed away from the church, okay? You can believe what you want to believe, but I just necessarily do not believe in the Bible. I do not believe in church. I still believe in God. I have my own relationship with God. Mm-hmm. I just don't believe the shit that they put in the Bible that's supposed to brainwash us to be these unloving people I, that, you know, is sad.
1: No, I, I fully understand. Because I've always said, I'm just like, so this so I'm like, I always have understood it to be, we was, you know, like I told from the very first episode of this podcast, we was in we was in, uh, Africa playing volleyball or whatever the fuck we was doing.
0: Mm-hmm. And then we,
1: we was brought over here and now this book and these people making us do stuff and evidently this one book, has got all the answers and all the things and that stuff like that. I'm like, they used the book to oppress us and now you want to use that book to Oppress, uh, like i think that's just what it is they just want to be in the position of authority and a position of power i'm just like so i understand the 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 not wanting to argue with people and distance distancing yourself you away from religion and other stuff like that so i do that too i'm just like you know what i'm 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 growing out of the age of like i'm not going to sit on here and argue with people
3: it's, you it's i just block i just block now especially when they come on my page with that like I, even when i post it my Instagram post about Lil Nas X, I was reading the comments. Some people disagree with me. I, I'm just getting tired of that excuse of it's being thrown in our children's face. They're mm-hmm. trying to force our children. You cannot force, a child cannot watch a little Nas X video and all of a sudden be gay. Mm-hmm. I, I don't, I don't, what are y'all saying? Y'all keep trying to talk about my kids, my kids, my kids. Your kids are doing way worse shit that y'all don't even know, but y'all are Hello. sitting here mad about a little Nas X video that nobody's forcing you to watch. Let's Bye-bye.
1: let's let's be unequivocally clear. It's it's not like we had a line of had a line of five year olds outside. Like, all right, you're gonna watch this, and at the end, Right, <laughs> And then, like, I I I love the beautiful tweet that came after. Somebody said, "Well, if that happens, just make them watch the WAP video." I'm like, "It's plenty exactly. of it's plenty of ass and titties in there, and that'll, that'll 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 do something." Well, it's not the same thing. All of a sudden, it's not the same thing, and it's it's too much to explain. But we can go on forever. Um, so oh, to, to be very clear and unequ- uh, to be unequivocally clear, fuck the baby, fuck Boosie yes. and fuck T.I. But
3: yes, even with the, oh, now Boosie's another topic. He is just ignorant. I, I just, I,
1: <sighs> every, and somebody pointed out every time some gay stuff happened, he just happens to be like, why are you so invested?
3: Happens to be there every single time. Like who who, who, who who tell you to pull up to these meetings. Nobody. not we can be the we can have a secret private game and he has to still find his way there. I don't get it. Like, cuz I, I he is just disrespectful for him to even go on live and call I Naz to faggot and I will pull him up this it's like really Oh my God, that is just disgusting! Like, if, if he was still in the, his prime, mm-hmm. he probably would have been most likely canceled. But you know,
1: nobody cares about Boosie anymore. They just like him because he's funny. Oh, I don't even think he's. I if I want to keep it a complete buck, I didn't even know who he was until he started ripping on on queer people, and I was like, "Who is this? Where you come from? What do you want?" Like, it's one. Of, it's the old adage: if you don't have nothing nice to say, you could just not say
3: anything at all like and TI coming out here with his ignorance comments and i'm just like nobody told you to put your two cents in and then i seen him go alive with i am zo and uh, it seemed yeah. like he just wanted to overtalk talk zo and just prove his point and just tell zo to shut up i just i didn't like that it was just like wow i
1: i also think that you know they always manage to pick someone who's going to kind of just you know they not getting ready to give you the fever they just gonna sit there and kind of coast sign shit like and I don't like that. Like, pick somebody who's going to have... Like, they don't want to pick someone who's going to actually give them the fever and have to back themselves up and actually have true credentials about everything. Exactly.
3: But. He should have went live with Madison. T.S. Madison.
1: Oh, Maddie. Um, I would have loved that.
3: Who else could have gotten together? Because it's like... And it, it's, I don't even know that many people that could have gotten together because some people, some people in the LGBT kind of agree with what the baby or Boosie said, which is sad to be your own people sometimes. So it's well,
1: just like that's internalized homophobia, transphobia and or all the combinations. They just not happy with themselves. but right. I don't want to dwell too much more on that because that's going to make my blackness a little bit sad. So right. I am happy. I'm blessed. I'm moving forward. I'm just, and that's what I want for my life. And I'm going to continue to do everything I can to combat all the things that keep our people from excelling and being happy in their life. So that's, that's my life mission. That's my goal. But we can talk a little bit about your history and stuff. So we can take a small break and we're going to come right back. Gotcha. Yay. Okay. We are back, 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 back again. And I, of course, am here with the lovely, talented actor, spiritual, um, I get, I like spiritualogist. I know that's not a word, but I'm going to make that up right now. And, that's cute. <laughs> A spiritualogist and, um, a student astrologist and Josh, 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 Josh. And I'm going to, of course, put your Instagram handle and everything in the bottom, but I, gotcha. you, you mentioned, um. That you was from New York, up in the Bronx, up there. So, can you yeah. tell us, like, a little bit about your black story? A little about your history, where you come from, what you do, how you get to to the A, all that kind of stuff.
3: <laughs> so, I am from Mount Vernon, New York. This is the same place where Denzel Washington was born at and was raised at, and uh, Will Smith and oh. Heavy B. Um, Big I huh? Big names. Big names. Mm -hmm. Okay, yeah, I have to mention that because Mount Vernon is not Mm -hmm. such a big uh, place that many people know unless you were from Mount Vernon. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, it's like, it's like a a small city, but it's still known. Um, and then I stayed there until I was 13, grew up there, went to elementary school, went to middle school, half of middle school. Mm -hmm. And then my mom wanted to make a big change and she wanted to move somewhere and I was all for it. So, we decided to move to Georgia. Mm -hmm. Um, And we moved to Atlanta, Georgia. Mm -hmm. I live in Riverdale, Georgia, uh, which is like 25 minutes away from the city.
2: Mm
3: -hmm. Um, And I've been staying here since I was 13, and now I am 23. So I've stayed here for the rest of my middle school year, high school year, and I graduated from college here, actually this year back in May. So I have spent the rest of my half-life, you know, here so I can sell um, you know, both mm-hmm. places raised me, so I, I love both places deeply. Uh, it took me a minute to come get into this transition, but I loved it ever since then. You know, say when I go back, no, but I definitely need to visit. I haven't visited back home in ten years, Ooh. so you know, I plan to go back actually this month, August. So mm-hmm. I'm gonna cry when I go back. Oh.
1: <laughs> but yes. Yeah. no, thank um, you for sharing it. I, 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 no, thank you for sharing. I love first of all. You just said you was 23, so I'm stuck on that. I'm just like, oh Jesus. Oh, Lord. I'm getting old. Make it stop. You know, I'm I'm that girl. <laughs> You're older than me? Yes. Yes, I am. I
3: would have never thought that. I thought
1: we were, like, the same age. Or, like, you was younger Shh. a little.
3: We are the same age. Stop, darling. We <laughs> we are the
1: same age today. Love that. <laughs> oh, God. And so, I, we were actually just in Atlanta, like, for uh, my co-host, who can't be here, shout out to ma'am. Um, We were just down there. We were at Marietta.
3: Oh, wow. I actually went to school there. <gasps> yeah, I actually work out there, too. So, yeah. Uh.
1: Look at God, see? I might have seen you, because we had went to Bulldogs and, you know, Swingin' Richards, because I'm nasty. So, that's besides the that point. Never been there, Swingin' Richards, but I've been to Bulldogs a few times. That club is definitely for, like, older gay men, but it's still a cute club. I've seen it, it was in the back plant space, so I was very just like, okay, this is cute. It's really giving like, you know, mature a little bit more grown. I like that it. So. mature. If you want to
3: go around your age group, that's the quest for you, child. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but I, you know, if I know you're in a relationship, but you know, if if y'all ever got the gumption to go to Swingin' Richards, you know, it's a good time.
3: I'm not. I concerned. definitely, I definitely will because uh my best friend. She's a transgender. Her name is Nicole. Mm-hmm. Um, she actually opened me up to the sex life, the, the crazy life. Okay. Mm. She took me to a sex store for the first time, like a few months ago. And I was amazed. I was like, I was scared, but I was amazed. So I'm like, I've always heard about these things, but I never actually went. And then she took me to one called, uh, Tokyo Valentino. What? And I was like, cause I guess Tokyo Valentino is actually a, a sex store, oh, okay. but, um, Particularly the one in Atlanta, because it's one in Marietta as well. Uh, but the one in Marietta doesn't have the clubs. <laughs> <laughs> the one in Atlanta. So it actually be really packed there. It, you know, it gets packed in really, really late at night, or three in the morning. And the best days to go is like Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. So, yeah, we went on the Saturday, and it was just like dark. You know, they have like glory holes on the first floor. So many
1: doors. And then the second floor is like a dance floor. But that's where you can kind of like rent out a private room. The Bird Force World action you know. Yeah. No, I'll get ready to say, like, we have something similar kinda like that. We it's Steamworks. So we have oh. something similar like that in Chicago. That's where I that's where we are. And you know, you come in, it's nice, it's very locker room. There's a hot tub and a pool and a little pool and a jacuzzi and shower and all that kind of stuff and a sauna. Baby, and then of course it's it's men's yes. it's men's only, so I can't go no more. But I did get my little oh. feel. I'm, oh, I'm not, I'm not pressed about it because I'm just like, I need to, you need to, to preserve
3: myself. <laughs> no, I definitely can, I mean, I, I can't get it, but I can get it because like I said, my best friend, she's a transgender female. So mm. the club that i would be wanting to go to is only strictly men. So it's just like, she can't go. And I just be like, oh, no, so, you know.
1: it's it's fine. I understand all the liability stuff, but I'm, I'm happy that you were enjoying your time in Atlanta. And so. Let's kind of backtrack a fraction just to, to New York. I know you're going to go back and you're going to visit it. And, you know, it's been 10 years. So when you was little, Josh, what was yes. what was it like? Where <laughs> Did they give you the fever or was you kind of like the I'm going to wear them out if they try to come for me for being an overtly queer child or anything like that?
3: Oh, in New York? Mm-hmm. In New York, first of all, I wasn't even out in New York when I lived in New York. I wasn't out. Surprisingly, mm-hmm. I did not come out until last year.
1: Work. Okay.
3: Right. Whenever so, y'all are ready.
1: Whenever y'all. Oh, no. On this podcast, we say we're, we're inviting people in. We invite people in. We don't come <laughs> out. To be, they to They come into our space. We invite them in
3: right so you know in new york i definitely was definitely teased not teased i'm sorry but well bully but it wasn't to the extent of bullying the way it was traumatic i wouldn't say i was bully 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 but i definitely was picked on mm-hmm. um especially well i would say elementary and middle school because people knew i was a little more feminine than others mm-hmm. and you know it took a little minute for me to open up and be myself to people but i always never let that hold me back i always had a lot more female friends than male friends mm-hmm. And it's, it was so weird because all the guys that used to bully me for that, we actually wanted to become very close friends as time went on. Mm. It was so weird. I did that with every single guy. So um, yeah. Oh, uh, so I New York is a place to where you know you definitely want to. I always tell people New York is not like an Atlanta or like a California. You have to have very tough skin to live out there. Mm. Uh, they're very aggressive out there, and you know you have to know how to just stand your ground. Mm. um And I think that's one of the reasons why my mom wanted to take me out of there because she was scared I was going to get in a gang child. Mm. But, you know, it's just like, you have to just know who you are, know your identity, stand in it, be yourself, stand in your truth, okay? But I definitely, that's my hometown. I definitely love it, but, you know, I think I've transformed and moved on from there, child.
1: No, I I, I love that. And I've always heard that from people who are from, like, New York. Like, you got to be like, Harder, so to speak, and stuff like that. And, like, you just need to make sure that you're not easily intimidated. Like, you have to... Like you said, you got to know who you are and stand in your truth so early and really deflect and defend and all that kind of stuff. And it could be very, very stressful, especially for, like, a queer person. And it's like, I know me when I was a child. they It was a little bit overwhelming. But then again, I was very shy. I'm not no more. I'm annoying now. But... (laughs) I, you know, being shy and, like, people, like, saying mean things to me really used to get to me. So, I don't know if New York has ever been, like, my go-to, like. So, you must be really strong is all I'm going to say. Yeah, it's, it's a place of, you
3: know, I, I just touch, like, you know, live your truth. And once you live in your truth, you're going to be more happier than living out there. And I just, well, I don't know how the New York gays and stuff are out there. I can't really say. I can tell you about the Atlanta ones, but... I don't know about the New York side. Like, things have changed
1: from 10 years from now, so I'm not sure what's going on out there. But yeah, you just have to have a tough skin. Oh well, no, you're going to go back and you're going to be like, be like, what is it? What y'all want? Like, Y'all not going to be able to take it now. Like, I already know. You're going to go one there like take it by storm. So I'm very I
3: can't wait.
1: I cannot wait. I miss my state so much. Ugh. You're going to love it. I can, well, I can't wait to see it on your Instagram and stuff. It's going to be great. like yeah. And so then y'all moved to down to the A. And so you said your mom moved down there just to kind of get you out that probably that environment, so to speak, right?
3: Yeah, um, she wanted to get me out of that environment. She wanted me to see something new. I think she also did it for herself because I feel like she needed a, she needed a transformation to something. Else that she is, you know, she. I think she just wanted to get out of her comfort zone. One thing about my mom, she don't like to move a lot. She don't like to travel. Mm-hmm. You know, she gets very scared. So for her to make a big move like this, I was really proud of her. And I was really like, wow, this is crazy. We move like to a whole different state. I never would have thought that. So, um yeah, it, you know, the transition was, um, it was, it was fun. It was easy making it down there. But then I, I think a little while after a few months, I kind of started getting homesick. And I was just like, mm-hmm. I want to go back home. But then I, I fought it through and I just, you know, I think once I started back school and making friends, I think I was lonely. I think that was a problem. Mm. I was lonely.
1: And then, you know, I just started finding myself, people, so I know who I was. And it just it just went from here. You no, know, that's beautiful. <laughs> so, did was your mom um, supportive of your queer identity or was she kind of giving you like, mm. or if... if... <laughs>
3: <laughs> that was... Oh. What are the reasons why it took so long for me to come out? Because me and my mom had a lot of um, disagreements mm-hmm. about my sexuality. Because mm-hmm. I always said she always asked me and I always told her no. You know, so no, I'm not, you know what I'm saying, lying like hell. Mm-hmm. Uh, just to save face. But I also, one of the reasons why I always said no is because I wanted to make sure I was in a safe environment. I wanted to make sure I was able to be financially stable. Mm-hmm. So if I was to say yes and she kicked me out, I have a place to say I know I was good. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's sad that I was thinking like that because I was, just, for some reason, I was just thinking everybody was going to turn against me. So mm-hmm. I literally told everybody no, until so I was able to get up on my feet and I was able to just live my life. And I'm just like, okay, you know. I was prepared to cut off my mom, cut off my sister, cut off. I, I was prepared to cut off anybody, okay, because at the end of the day, I wanted to live in my truth. Mm-hmm. So you know, uh, the way the way well, I ne- I didn't necessarily come out and say, "Hey, mom, I'm gay." Um, she, I came home with um my nails painted.
1: <laughs> oh.
3: And I I think that was the first time I actually had my nails painted before. And I went to the nail salon and got like different designs. Um and she saw it, and then she just came to my room. She was like, you got something you want to tell me? And I was just like, what? She was like, you got something you to tell me? And I was just like, <laughs> I was annoyed." Like, and I'm just like, ma, you already know. Like, please. And she was just like, well, I've been waiting for you to sex something. Me and your sister have been talking about it. And I was like, well, ma, you know, I didn't tell you because, you know, you used to be very, like, homophobic back then. You know what I'm mm. saying? It was at one point to where she told me, like, if you were, I would disown you. Mm. And that I think that's when that whole off off my family and wanting to be financially independent was mm-hmm. coming from because i was just like oh okay well i'm living in this type of household so i need to make sure i'm safe right and before i actually make that announcement
1: mm-hmm. no I, I i completely understand and thank you for saying that i think Especially when they tell you when you're like still under like they roof underneath their jurisdiction and stuff like that. Like, well, if you end up being this way, I'm kicking you out. And it's like, well, I'm going to I'm going to deny and deflect as much as I fucking possibly can. No matter how, no matter if I'm wearing a leotard with with the rainbow skirt flouncing around this house. Are you gay? No, God, how could you even think that? Like deflect because because if you say yes that just immediately means like we're gonna get to that negative extreme that you offer to the table like and so I I don't think they realize that when they bring that up like it sticks with you for a long time until you genuinely feel like okay Mm -hmm. you're not gonna cut me off kick me to the curb and all that kind of stuff because you do mentally prepare yourself for someone to literally say like oh, this is not for me, and they just, they cut you off, and you just be like, well, there go a whole section of support that I once had, and I know people always saying that, you know, if they don't support you, just cut them off, or whatever, or you be- you better off without them, or they wasn't your friend anyway, but it still hurts to fucking lose somebody that, you know, was gunning for, like, you know, supposed to be helping you this whole time, and all of a sudden, it's like, it's just gone, because... You right. you 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 invited them in to more of who you are and they didn't like that part. So it's like it's petrifying to have that experience.
3: It's very petrifying. So, you know, when I finally did it, it was just like well I don't well, it was just like <laughs> It was just a situation where I was just over it. And then, you yeah, know, me and my mom had that conversation. And I told her how I felt and, you know, told her what happened back then, what made me wait so long to come out. And then, you know, she cried. And um, I called my sister. And, you know, mm-hmm. the, the way that they act now, how supportive they are now, I, I would have never thought this would have happened, okay? Mm-hmm. So it's just like, you know. I would, You know, she still acts like my, my mom. She don't treat me any different. My sister uh, still acts like my sister. I told my father. My whole plan was actually tell my father first because uh, my father's very laid back. He's chill. Just give him some weed. and he'll be <laughs> um, But my father is born to the Bible. Mm-hmm. But, you know, he's one of the Bible... Man, I wouldn't call him a Bible thumper. He knows the Bible, but he still sins. Oh, it, it's mm-hmm. dumb. Like, he sleeps with random women. And, you know, it, it just... It, my dad's one of them, but he know and you ask him about the Bible he knows it from front to back, child. So you know, but I I think after I told my mom because my most person I was scared to tell was my mom. Mm-hmm. But after I got that out of the way, then I told my sister. It was my dad. I was just like I don't know how he's gonna react, but he act reacted the same way. You know, son, I still love you. It doesn't matter, mm-hmm. and you know. So I've you know now they're ready to support it. Even like I've you know Pride Month is
2: June.
3: Mm-hmm. They uh, all call me. Oh my God, have you Pride mom what are you doing? <laughs> I'm just like, oh my God, here we go. Like,
1: like, like y'all finna be the ones doing all this. Like,
3: <laughs> like I don't need all of this now. Like, it, yes, you know, but it's like, I don't need all of this food, child. Be- but I I definitely thank God that I have the uh, support system I have, the family I have, because I could have had one of those families to where I, I could have been kicked out, child. Right. But I it- think I was putting so much on myself that I was creating something in my head that wasn't true. Mm. And, you know,
1: yeah. No, I completely get it. Cause I've I've been there before and it's it's very stressful. I need everyone who has like a queer person in their life, just let them know that you appreciate them because even without y'all knowing it, we just be going through so much mentally. Because every single day we turn on somebody's news, we turn on somebody's social media and someone's attacking us for yeah. existing. And we don't have to do anything except literally show up. And that's kind of what we were talking about in the earlier part of the episode where it's just like LaNaz X is just existing and producing music. And people just like, this is horrible. It's like, of course, he's going to get subjected to criticism because he's an artist. But it's like the points that they're calling out, the things they're attacking is just like, this has nothing to do with the music. At all. At all. So. so I so, yeah yeah so it's just it's extremely stressful i just want people to know that but my family was the same way like once they kind of got comfortable this is like me like in the process of transitioning i just come with like here's like some rainbow pencils and i'm just like (laughs)
3: like, that's just oh i hate when i don't like all that rainbow stuff (laughs) like oh god (laughs) I
1: think it's really cute at the beginning when you overdo it, but then after that, you'd be like, okay, this is late and tired. But what? like they like I'm like, thanks. I have a bunch of rainbow pencils now. I can't wait to use that <laughs> you know, stuff like that. But that's them trying to help and be cute and supportive. So yes. I will take it. But um and so I know that you also have mentioned that you earn a relationship and i'm just wanted to applaud you first for that i love that i love relationships basically because i don't have one but i'm happy for, for oh. you. <laughs> so if yeah. you, you want to talk a little bit about that in your lovely relationship oh yeah
3: child. <laughs> um, my relationship oh god i've had so many effed up relationships i had so many just ups and down with guys. I was just over it when it came to when I found him. I, for some reason, attract nothing but Scorpio men. I don't understand it. And every Scorpio man I attracted was just they lacked, eat they had emotions they just lacked expressing it uh, and i didn't have time for that so the last relationship i got out of my ex he was very um just toxic in a way to where that was my shortest relationship i ever had it was like three weeks or something like that ooh, not three weeks. <laughs> so much in half i don't know how i was feeling well i wasn't feeling in love but i don't know how i connected with him so fast the way i was going through it but mm-hmm. yeah okay. that was like back in march of 2019 mm-hmm. um I met my boyfriend in 2019 uh in July. Mm-hmm. So um
1: yeah and um we met. <laughs> um <laughs> uh, he's a Scorpio man, apparently, right? No,
3: no, he's a Sagittarius.
1: Work, okay. Thank,
3: god. God. Plot oh, thank god. god I was like, after that second Sagittarius, I was done. I'm like, no, I'm sorry, not Sagittarius. Scorpio, I was done. I'm not doing no more. No, 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 no. But you know, he's a Sagittarius, he was born in December. So, um, yeah, so we've been dating for two years now, officially, uh, last week, um, still so that. And uh, his name is Tracy. Come on, Tracy. Uh, he's also an actor. Mm. He goes to the school SCAD, uh, in Atlanta, which is like, um, artsy school, cause they do acting. Mm-hmm. If you paint, if you, it's like all types of, it's like a very artsy, creative type school. Um, which is very known in Atlanta. Um, he works for Cartoon Network. <gasps> work,
1: and, I love that.
3: Yeah, so you know we've been together for two years. That's my baby. Um, yeah, and uh, we've been thriving. We've been growing. We've been healing. Mm, uh, mm. We sounds like every other relationship, but you know we still managed to make it work. You know what I'm saying? And me as a Pisces, him as a Sag. Yeah, so you know i have been in a relationship for two years. Hopefully, it can go longer. This is my longest relationship I've ever had. So keep working. That's not that's not be common in the LGBT community. You know, relationships usually last
1: months, or we go weeks, days, hours, sometimes, child. But no, I I love that. I'm supportive of you. Y- y'all keep working and y'all keep being happy. Because I literally remember because I was in a relationship for almost four years. <laughs> well, no more than more than that, or somewhere in that bracket. And again, like you said, LGBTQ plus people, I, I would think it with the exception of maybe um, cis women who are lesbians, because I don't know how they operate, but apparently they get together real quick and make it work, baby. So I'm just like, word okay. out. But just like when you're an AMAP person, a male in birth, it's like you do this whole dance trying to figure this shit out and it'd be too much. And if... Y'all be like, okay, we talking, but we not really talking, but I know them, and it's just like, girl, can we get an answer? I just want one answer. That's it. (laughs) But I think that's just one of our community issues, because we haven't had time to truly develop. You know, we don't get to the luxury, maybe kids now, but we didn't get the magical luxury of going on nice dates when you're 16, 17 years old. You out there sneaking around, so you won't get your shit beat off and your head cut off Being with the man and stuff like that. Anyway, yeah. So I want people to recognize that. Like we get a, we have a very stifled kind of dating pattern in, um, in our community. Unfortunately, because we just don't get those, we just don't have that privilege. So no,
3: it's just everything is usually, and I hate to say it because that's how they kind of
1: identify
3: us. It's usually just sex. Mm -hmm. But yeah. uh, it's, it's a lot. Thank God I can say I've never been cheated on anything like that, but, you know, it's it's just usually, I don't know, it just never works out because of sex or somebody cheating or nobody wants commitment anymore. So...
1: Right. I think there's a certain level of vulnerability that people are afraid to allow, which makes sense because once you're vulnerable, then people can take advantage of you and hurt you, and once you hurt, you don't want that shit to happen again, so you close back up, and so, I get it, but I'm... I, 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 we're learning I would say we're learning like what did you say we're healing we're healing
3: healing and learning and transitioning into every stage we need in order to be better people better individuals
1: that part so you mentioned Pisces and Sagittarius so that's the not the primary reason of course I wanted to have you on but that's one of my favorite reasons that you are mm-hmm. going to be on so in this next section we can talk about some of what you do in astrology and stuff like that
2: Yes.
1: Yay. was okay. <laughs> okay. Oh fine. no, what what's um I was just going to start singing um Beyoncé song
0: Capricorn Aquarius Pisces. <laughs> I
3: I think it's those signs,
1: yeah. Yes, I love that I should I should play that. So speaking of signs, how did you get into astrology, Josh? so
3: astrology i started i actually always been into astrology weirdly Mm. i've always been in it for years used to love reading my sun sign in the magazines on yahoo uh used to love it um but i honestly started diving deep deep into it last year a lot of the stuff i I teach now and Mm. i i post on tiktok and instagram i learned all of this last year in quarantine see um How I started really getting deep into it, um, there's a woman, there's a show called Sisters on BET. Okay. Um, I watched it on BET. It's a Tyler Perry show. Um, One of the main ladies on there, her name is uh, Novi Brown. Mm -hmm. He goes by Sabrina on the show. And um, she was one where she made me go deeper into astrology because I followed her. I have a habit of every time I watch a show, I like to follow the actors Mm -hmm. and actresses. So I found her, and I usually don't watch celebrity lives like that unless I'm really, really bored. Uh, but I've seen her go live one day, and I ignored it. So i seen her go live another day. I'm like, let me just watch it. And she was talking about it. And I was just like, I never knew there was more to astrology than the sun sign. Mm-hmm. I thought it was just that. And so she opened my eyes to so much more. And she was teaching and teaching. And I just remember her saying one day, I'm not going to always be here for y'all. Mm-hmm. You know, I want y'all to really make sure y'all learn what I'm teaching y'all. And I also want y'all to make sure y'all are really learning from other sources or online mm-hmm. so y'all can be able to do what I'm doing or be able to, like, teach your family. And for some reason, that just motivated me. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, damn, she's not going to be here because she's she's a whole actress. So I'm pretty sure her her schedule's busy. She don't have time for this. And from that point on, I started learning it, diving deep into it. And, yeah, I just started teaching about astrology. And I just was just like, well, let me make posts. Let me start my account. I didn't. I didn't think to start a new Instagram account. I was just like, let me just start with the account I already have.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: And um, yeah, I just wanted to teach people about themselves and like the birth chart and how everything just it connects so well. It's just it's so crazy. So I really started and um I started teaching about this and really dive into my business in November mm-hmm. of 2020. So yeah, last year it hasn't even been a year since I've been teaching this.
1: And and see. I'm I'm getting you when you're fresh and young and you ain't all tired of people asking you a thousand and one questions yet. So I'm just like, Oh, this is beautiful. So um, that I mean I've I've I haven't I've never watched Sisters and um so I you know, me and Tyler Perry have a mm, relationship, but <laughs> but you know, I'm I'm happy that you managed to get something good out of it and making it lucrative and stuff like that. So Um, at the at just a second ago I was about to start terribly singing because I don't care about how I sound. But the the song the the, what is it? The the song, how does it go? I'm gonna play it. <laughs> yes. I was just like I was. I was like, uh, why well, my brain didn't even think about that? But she basically goes through all the signs and she just and says all of them. So um,
3: I know she has that song, and I know Tyrese also has a song similar to that. Oh,
1: Casey, okay. like I, I think it's
3: called the Signs of Love Making.
1: I think. Okay, I take that back. I think I have heard that. I think I've heard.
3: Yeah, that. he goes to all the women he dated. These are the signs of love making. Are you that? Scorpio, sound like that.
1: Yeah, but it's really no a dope song. I know, I know, that, that sounds very familiar. But so all the signs, um, because I'm ridiculous about this, when I meet somebody for the first time, I'm just like, What's your sign? Because I need to know because <laughs> I wanna know if I'm gonna waste my time, especially when it comes to dating. I'm just like, what are you about to give? So right. there's um of course I know all twelve of them because I'm an adult who has nothing better to do with my life, so um I water signs are first always because duh so- uh Scorpio, Pisces, and cancer, my heart, and my souls, I love them forever, <laughs> and then the earth signs because I need my stability with my Taurus yes. and my Capricorn and my Virgos <laughs> then I need my energy from the fire signs, Leo and Sagittarius and Aries, of course,, yep. and then. for those air Air signs signs. libra and gemini and aquarius which of course gets very confused with water signs all the time but aquarius so those are all the signs and um they obviously have all the elements you know the you know the avatar (laughs) (laughs) the fire the water the air and the earth so would you be able to kind of explain what those elements mean for the signs basically
3: the elements you did a great job explaining them um yeah. you know uh, water signs pisces cancer scorpio these are the intuitive signs Either these are the signs that um they feel a lot so you have to be very careful when you communicate to them when you are um expressing what you feel to them because they're more of about energy they're more about how we feel okay and you know we're emotional so we're very sensitive you can't just talk to us anyway, any way you can't do this any way 'Cause we are the type of silence where we can hold in a lot of resentment and we can remember everything that you have done to us. Mm-hmm. So that's the water element. And we're also known as very Moody, very just up and down, you know, water is everywhere. Moody. Scorpios can <laughs> Scorpios are they just like to hide it. They kinda express their moodiness in different ways. Sometimes they don't avoid their feelings. That's the thing about Scorpio. They avoid with their feelings. And it's just like Find ways to express it. it, it it's just a lot in the if
1: You make us sound so bad. Don't don't stop. No, people. y'all
3: are really y'all are great friends. Y'all are very really loyal. Y'all require loyalty. Y'all require respect. Y'all require trust. So that's when y'all really can open up and be yourself. But if y'all don't know somebody or if y'all just get, it can take a minute for y'all to really like feel comfortable
2: mm-hmm.
3: and it's cause y'all to corner space right so next we need some type of stability with this water so we got to go into our capricorns our verbs and our torses yeah these signs bring security these signs bring stability they bring uh growth okay these are the signs that kind of be like you know what calm down or prioritize what you prioritize organize your feelings know that everything you don't have to take to heart Okay, you don't have to take everything so mean, you know, these are the signs that's gonna kinda get us and understand, you know, come from a different perspective Mm -hmm. of maturity.
2: Mm -hmm. And then
3: we have the fire signs, which are going to allow us to take action. It's going to allow us to come to the forefront and stand in who we are. It's gonna allow us to uh, be who we are and stand in the light without anybody trying us, anybody wanting to come at us. Fire signs are very fiery, Mm -hmm. they're very dominant, they're straightforward, you know, they don't got time for the BS. Mm And then we have to find a way to express the stability, our emotions, our straightforwardness in a way to where we can connect with an air sign. Mm. Air, uh, Aquarius, Libra, and Gemini, which are going to allow us to get air signs. So air is everywhere. So these signs are going to allow us to communicate. They're going to allow us to express our opinions, our thoughts. This is why many Geminis, and Libras, and Aquarius, they're very expressive. They're very talkative. You know what I'm saying? Capricorns, Virgos, they're all about their money. They're all about their reputation. Ooh, mm-hmm. I see cancer, and Scorpio, they're more about, I want to make sure I'm in an emotional environment to where I feel safe, to mm-hmm. where I feel like I can be myself without feeling judged.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: And then, you know, um, with the fire signs, they're more of like, I want to be able to uh, have fun while doing what I want to express, mm-hmm. Make sure I'm having fun while expressing my emotions or bringing simplicity. they just bring the, the heat. So, yeah.
1: No, uh, thank you for saying all that. And, I the first thing I want that after explaining all of that, so I hope y'all heard y'all signs and, her, and heard how y'all be acted. I just want y'all to put that. I just want to be very clear. <laughs> but um what how do you what what do you have the idea that's not the right question. The question I wanna ask is, you know, people be like, It's not real, astrology's not real, da da However, comma, Everyone that has great significance and importance in my life are always like the same signs or like they Are you know the compatible energy signs. So like I'm a Scorpio So my best friend is a Pisces and my other best friend is a Cancer. My other best friend is a Taurus. So it's like This this mesh and then I have my two friends who are Aries and they get they like let's let's get this shit rolling and then I have friends who are like, I'm a Leo and I'm a, and I'm a Libra and I'm gonna be free and do whatever I kind of want. So I'm like, they always have like the, they always have like the same kind of people around me because it keeps everything I feel like balanced in a way. If that makes sense, right? So, so can yeah. you yeah? Can you? I just meant it to be a coincidence. So I don't think it's fake in that way. Plus, you know, astrology, stars, we came from stardust. Like connection, maybe, right? So, Speak on it,
3: Chaz. Speak on it.
1: So, what, what do you, how do you kind of like let people know, like, mm, astrology, she's, she's real?
3: It's the same way I deal with these homophobic people. <laughs> I just blocked them. <laughs> it, it, I'm going to explain to you hey, you're more than just a Virgo. You're more than just a Scorpio. You know, you, you have to know your birth chart. You have to really dive into it and want to learn about it. But if I reply to your comment, you know, saying that and you reply back still with some negative shit, okay, block. I've got time for you because you're not even trying to learn. Mm-hmm. You're not even trying to understand. So, um, you know, that's why I'm always trying to be here and be a voice for people by trying to explain, okay, so this is what your chart means. This is what the houses mean. This is what the signs mean. This is what the planets mean. So you can understand and then go back and see, oh, this is why I act like this because I have a Mars and cancer. So I react out of my emotions. I'm so protective of what I do. So it's just like you have to understand. Mm-hmm. So when it comes to the people that don't believe in it, you don't have to believe in shaji baby, okay? I am not forcing it down you. My page is for the people that want to believe that people that want to see it, that wanna understand and know that you don't have to understand it, you don't have to believe it, but there is still a, a place where you have to really tap into knowing who you are without feeling like you have to be so judgmental, stop being so close minded. Mm-hmm. You know, it's people are so close minded nowadays and it's sad.
1: I And I thank you for, for saying that. I, I I think something that really always that I just said just a moment ago is like if the universe came from, you know, stars and all this kind of stuff and we're created from it and now we're existing. I'm like, how do you think that you are separated away from that part? Like that's, you know, I get the, you know, sometimes the phrases or the readings or whatever can sound very generic and very, very standard sounding. But mm-hmm. I'm I'm just like, I think there's a very strong coincidence that, like, you were born at this time, at this exact place, doing this exact thing. They're like, there's gravity and there's magnitude around it. How many, you know, I don't know how they measure everything
3: has, a, everything has a spiritual meaning. From your license plate numbers to the letters you got to the apartment or house numbers that's on your house or apartment. Everything has a spiritual meaning. Everything, you just have to Google it. You have to do your research. You have to really want to learn and realize, okay, wow. I see why my lesson is this because this was supposed to happen for me. I see why everything happens. You just have to be open. minded A lot of people just find this stuff. Oh, crystals, that's just just colored rocks. Oh, astrology, that's just fake people that want to hear generic stuff. That's what you are choosing to want to listen to. That's what you are choosing to believe. Mm-hmm. But when you actually put in the work and decide to do it, you will really see why people aren't doing the things or how they react or why they say things. So not being so closed-minded. like Individuals like that, I just stay away from because
1: you your lower in my energy. <laughs> we don't we don't deal with low bitch frequencies around here. We don't yeah. we don't we don't do that. <clears throat> so you mentioned the houses and like let me make sure I got this right because I like to pretend like I know what I'm talking about when it comes to signs. <clears throat> but so the houses um are fixed, mutable, and well
3: no, those are the signs.
1: Oh, snap, and cardinal, that's the other one, right? Yes,
3: so uh, cardinal signs are Cancers, Libras, Aries, and Capricorns, because those signs, they start seasons. Okay. Capricorn starts winter, Aries starts spring, Cancer starts summer, and Libra starts fall. So, cardinal signs are known for being initiators. They take action. They are the they are the ones that you go towards when you need help with something, when you need guidance or when you need somebody to help you uh through through some type of issue. Mm-hmm. Uh, mutable signs are Pisces, Cancer, I'm sorry, Pisces, Sad, Virgos and Geminis. Mm-hmm. These signs are known for being very easily adaptable. They can adapt mm-hmm. to many situations, many people. Mutable they they're just able to change
1: their outlook on a lot of stuff. Um, it's just always open-minded. <laughs> you said mutable. I'm like, can we mute them sometimes? Like, not Pisces. <laughs> I'm like, can we mute a Gemini every once in a while? Like, I want to uh, just, I just want to turn really, the volume down. I attract nothing but
3: Gemini friends. That's so weird. That it's weird.
1: Oh, I wanna, <laughs> you don't have to drag them, but I will drag them for you. I don't like, no, I'm just kidding.
3: <laughs> I understand. I understand. they can be a lot, Okay um fixed signs are scorpios taurus leos and aquarius these signs are known for being very stubborn and stuck in their ways that's why they're fixed they don't they don't uh, do well when it comes to change mm. it takes a minute for them to want to change their outlook on things or change the way they, their appearance look or change their feelings on something so these signs are known for holding a lot of grudges or resentment but over time as they start you know you know, becoming a, a more evolved person, a more evolved sign, they start coming into awareness of what they need to work on, and allowing change to happen more easier. Come on, praise them now. So then, the pertains, is... right? So when it pertains to the houses, the houses is, is in your birth chart. That's basically the areas in your life.
1: Oh, okay. So okay, so that's something totally different because I've done my like I've done my was it my natal birth chart and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. I I've I've read things, but I don't you know fully understand and grasp everything because there are lots of planets. All the planets are involved, and the sun is obviously involved. Right. So so yeah. Would you be able to kind of explain about like so what the planets do respectively, and then yeah. obviously like when they're in a certain sign, that means it's going to connect and uh, do something.
3: Yeah. So um, with the planets. Mm-hmm. Um, you have the sun. Mm-hmm. The sun is basically, it's ruled by Leo. Leo's ruled by the sun. This is why Leos get the reputation of always being narcissistic or conceited mm-hmm. because the sun is always out every day. It's always shining. It, it wants to be seen. It wants to glow on everybody. Mm-hmm. So this is what a Leo... Trades. This is why Leo. You know we're in Leo season right now. So this is why I'm always telling people to like, hey, this is the time of season you want to boost up your confidence. You want to post more pictures. You want to smile more because it's time for you to be seen. It's time for you to show off. Mm. So the sun in astrology basically is the ego. This represents your ego. This is the the image that you portray. Mm -hmm. into reality into the world so this is known as your sun sign so how you're a scorpio that's your sun sign this is the image that you put out into the world of who you are that's your sun Mm -hmm. um your moon is your how you express your emotions
2: Mm -hmm. um the moon is ruled by cancer cancer is ruled by the moon this is why cancer gets the rep of being so moody because the moon in astrology moves and
3: moves into a new sign Mm -hmm. every two and a half days so oh. I'm not sure what sign the moon is in right now, but in the next either day or the next two and a half days, it will move into a new sign. So mm-hmm. people that have cancer and like their, you know, their big three, whether they're rising, a sun, or a moon, mm-hmm. they're known for being very um moody mm-hmm. or very, you know, you know, they their their feelings are always changing about something because their energy is always shifting. Mm. Um your Venus uh basically tells how you express love. Mm. Your Venus, I always tell people, hey, you know, people be like, Josh, am I going to work out? I'm a Virgo, then a Pisces is going to work out. I always say, look at their Venus and look at your Venus because your Venus is how you love. It's the, it's the type of style that you love. Mm. Oh, this boy over here, he, he dressed his very 90s. That's his style. He likes to dress in suits. That's his style. That's Venus, but your Venus is like how you like to love. Mm. So... um instance i have a venus in, Cap, uh, in capricorn mm-hmm. so you know many people are always dragging signs like oh i hate capricorns i hate this sign but many people don't realize that you can have that sign in your chart and you probably hate them for a particular reason because you probably don't relate to them or they make you feel away.
2: way
3: mm-hmm. and um it, it's based on what, what sign you have it oh so with venus you know venus is the type of style I love so how i have my venus in capricorn that means how I love or the type of love that I require, I require somebody that makes me feel stable, that brings oh, security yeah. into my life, that makes me feel like I don't have to depend on finances or I don't have to, you know, be with the bum, basically. <laughs>
1: we don't need um, no scrubs. No, thank you. Have a nice life. at right
3: all. So that's what your Venus betrays. Venus is just like, I do want to say Venus is like the Ariana Grande.
1: Not Ariana Grande. <laughs>
3: if you want to compare it to celebrities, because Venus is the sign of sweetness. It's like, she's a cute girl. Mm. She loves the aesthetics. She loves money, because Venus also proves money. Um, She loves being cute. She loves loving people. You know what I'm saying? Venus is basically what we are attracted to when we buy mm. outfits, when we buy pictures, all types of stuff. Um see, The moon is emotional. See,
1: uh, uh, oh, no, I'm sorry. I was going to say, like, because I've done my, my Venuses in Scorpio, so that means I just... Mm. I don't I don't I don't I I. I love very very specifically apparently is what that means. Do you um
3: do you like Doja Cat?
1: I love Doja Cat.
3: Yeah, Doja Cat has a Venus and Scorpio as well. So she oozes out Venus Scorpio, the Venus and Scorpio energy. Like her video, is so dark, so um enticing, so just of like it's like it draws you in. That's a Venus and Scorpio. A Venus and Scorpio mm. person is gonna be someone that's very um be very just like transformative um being a sculptor people they can be very obsessive when it comes to love or person to they, they want to know everything about their partner they want to know their secrets they want to know everything about them but they can be sometimes they be closed off when mm-hmm. it comes to the partner wanting to learn about them and because they, they feel like i have to trust you i have to know you i have to really feel like you are loyal to me before mm-hmm. i can open up but with a Venus and Scorpio, they're very deep when it comes to love. They don't take love very um, lightly for jokes. Mm. They can be very violent as well. They can be very, They also can be very uh, – they have a tendency to sometimes be very jealous and very possessive and controlling mm. as well.
1: I, well, I, I need you to read me and drag me like this, Josh, on my old show. Jesus H. Christ, I have it. But I want y'all to hear that for y'all that will be listening to my show. Um, if you want if you want a piece, you're going to have to be a little bit more vulnerable and then I'll, yeah, yeah. It, I'll reciprocate accordingly. Just,
3: just, you, know. you have to, you have to take your time with a Venus and Scorpio. They go, they're, they, they're very loving, but they just don't express it as easily as you would ex- hope they, you know, hope they do because it's like they, they, you have to beat down their wall before you can get to them. Mm. So they tend to hide themselves sometimes. Um so yeah venus is like ariana grande i don't know moon is moody i don't know who i can say is moody maybe 50 cent i could probably (laughs) 50 cent you know one minute he's happy he's the next minute he's dragging somebody it's just like
1: very back and forth can can i ask about this the bitch that everybody complains about mercury and her and her retrograde so what does that even mean? mercury
3: is basically the the winnie williams um, Mercury is the planet to where we uh, communicate. This is how we express ourselves. This is how we communicate. This is how we use our brain. Mm-hmm. So Mercury is basically, basically everything that we need to know when it comes to how we express, how we communicate, how we, how we react to certain things. Mm-hmm. So Mercury is definitely an important planet. And with Mercury retrograde happens. Ha- Mercury ha- Mercury retrograde. I think that happens like every. It happens about four or five times a year. Mm-hmm. Um, And, you know, Mercury represents cars, it represents technology, it -hmm. represents, um, you know, what else? Cars, technology, it represents um, traveling as well. So when Mercury retrograde happens, Mercury, basically, retrograde is basically when a planet is going in the opposite direction. Mm -hmm. So how Mercury is all about how we communicate clearly, how we talk clearly, how we learn clearly, Mm -hmm. how we travel and buy new things clearly. When it's a retrograde, everything is going backwards. So Mm -hmm. now everything that we have learned, we're going to have, we're going to start fucking up in. So this is why people, uh, you know, other astrologers and spiritual people, they'd be like, watch how you are speaking during Mercury retrograde make sure your car is being maintained and checked up on, make sure if you are taking a flight somewhere, you know, you pray because you're going to have a lot of mishaps. Mm. That's what, yeah, mishaps happening. Mm -hmm. So, you know, Mercury is just a planet of how we, talk so if you have a mercury and a fire sign and aries a leo a sad you're going to talk very aggressive you're going to talk mm-hmm. very yeah what oh okay so, you know just very much
1: I give up all of that mm-hmm. want
3: to be seen want to be heard if you have a mercury and an earth sign you know you're going to talk very much more calmly you're going to be more mature you're going to be more okay let me take my time i'm going to speak when i need to speak uh very wise very intelligent uh mercury and water um I have a Mercury and Pisces, so you know Mercury and water signs. They speak when they feel like they are needing to express something. Mercury and water, they they kind of just take their time when it comes to how they express. But they love talking, they love communicating. But they just have to learn how to not take everything too hard mm. uh, with a Mercury and, oh, and a Mercury and water sign. But you know, sometimes people that have Mercury and water signs as well, they can kind of sometimes. Be everywhere. <laughs> they don't know how to just control their water. Sometimes they can be, oh, yeah, let's talk about Nicki Minaj. Okay, now we're talking to Lil Nas X. And now we're really talking about astrology. Sometimes they can just be everywhere. I don't need to, um, keep also,
1: Just keep on reading. Just keep on reading, I don't, I
3: don't need that. Because <laughs> like, that's just their mind. Their mind is especially with a Mercury and Pisces. Mercury does not like to be in Pisces because Pisces is the sign of Cloud Nine. <laughs> and Mercury wants to be in a sign to where it. it feels like, okay, I can be able to express myself. That's why. Mercury is ruled by Gemini. Gemini is ruled by Mercury because you know it's an air sign. Mm. Um, so, oh, Mercury is Mercury rules Gemini and Virgo. So these signs are known for expressing things. Mm. These signs are known for communicating very really well. Um, like I said, Mercury is the Wendy Williams. Um,
1: uh, how you doing?
3: And yup, yup. I'm sorry. Yeah, the sun. The sun is somebody that's very really conceited. Always wants to be in the spotlight. I don't know what celebrity I can say for that. Um, Bufo. what else?
1: Um, how about the Mars? I know Mars Mars. Mm-hmm.
3: Mars is a sign of how we take action, Mars is a sign of how we are able to express our sex drive, mm-hmm. it's how we do things, it's how we go about. Okay, if you have a Mars and Scorpio, you're not going to do things in a way to where I'm going to be all out seen, I'm going to be everybody's going to see me, you're going to be doing more things behind the scenes. So, mm-hmm. say if you want to get somebody back, a Mars and Aries person will be like, you know what, I'm going to go just. Tear down their karma, break their windows. I'm gonna go, you know, rip out their tires. A uh, Mars and Scorpio is gonna be more like, you know what? I wanna call child services and tell them that they're not taking care of their child. <laughs> they're gonna do behind the scenes. They're gonna be very much more sneaky. But mm. uh, Mars is just basically how we take out how we react with our anger Mm. how we react when we want to go after something that's not mars so this also entails with our sex drive whatever sign you have there's how you like to be sexually influenced and taken care of as Mm. well in the bedroom or this is what you find attractive as well same with your Venus whatever sign you have Venus in is also what you find attractiveness in Mm. and I, I have Venus in Capricorn and I've always been a attracted to Capricorns I've never dated one but I mess around with one, you know what I'm saying, but well, they, you know, but they're they a little, they're yeah. they're
1: a little stuffy, but you know, they. they- I've always wanted to. Say, I've
3: always wanted to date a Taurus. That's one thing I've always wanted to date, but I never had a chance to.
1: Oh, but yeah. And then, uh, what about uh, Jupiter? Of course, it would be in the next one. So
3: Jupiter represents our abundance, our blessings. What we're good at. Jupiter represents uh, where we are uh, where we find a lot of good fortune at so whatever sign you have Jupiter in Jupiter in is what you are basically blessed in you have Jupiter in Pisces you're blessed at being creative, acting, singing dancing, you have Jupiter in Aries you're good at taking action, Uh, you're good at uh, speaking up, standing up, you know standing your ground, you have Jupiter in Taurus you're good with money, you're good with uh, owning things, you're good with um, security Mm -hmm. Uh, Jupiter is just basically what you are good at doing, what you are good at expressing Jupiter in Leo you're, you're good at being seen if you're, a Jupiter, you're you're good at standing out standing out standing out from the crowd and
1: performing okay being seen as popular well that that's good to know because my jupiter's in leo so maybe that's why people like me i'm apparently i'm magnetic and uh, and i don't even know why yeah. i mean that's why people are so drawn to me for some reason i don't know
3: you're good at standing out you're good at being different uh people love you because of of the energy that you give off the energy that you give off and people want to always be around you you know how to make somebody probably feel good you know that's just the jupiter leo they just stand out it's like they're the lion so you know leo's root by the lion so king of the jungle you know what i'm saying so you just know how to take action after what you want without feeling like anybody's gonna stop you shine period okay
1: this this is all very insightful. I'm very pleased because I just I'm love astrology. So this is all just like, oh, thank God, Jesus, praise him. I, I'm just like, I've learned it so much. And now I want to ask about this because Saturn will be next, obviously. So, so people talk about, what is it, the Saturn returns when you turn 26 or yes. something? So um, what, what is that exactly? Mr. Saturn,
3: because I, I think Saturn is he. definitely a a male energy he's an older male who is somebody that was born in the 1950s 1940s Mm. um saturn is the planet of limitations and blockages saturn is the planet of setbacks Mm. saturn is a type of sign to where whatever sign you have there is what you kind of hold yourself back from Mm-hmm. So if you have a Saturn in Aries, you kind of hold yourself back from being more dominant, from taking action, standing your ground. If you have a Saturn in Leo, you hold back by not standing in your true light, being seen, being popular. Mm-hmm. You kind of you're gonna have a lot of setbacks. But the thing about Saturn is um Saturn, even though you may be having setbacks there, you're gonna have some setbacks as you, you know, grew up being a child. Mm-hmm. But as you get older, your Saturn tends to be a little more easier of you. Now, Saturn return, we have our Saturn return when we are 12, Mm
2: -hmm. when
3: we are 21, and when we are either 28, 29, or 30. Work. Okay. A Saturn return basically is when life kind of feels like it's saying fuck us. Mm. Um, I know I had my Saturn return when I was 21, and I was going through a lot. I was going through financial hardships. I done lost my job. I was trying to find jobs. So you have to think back to the times when you was 12, when you was 21, what you was going through. And you know, every time Saturn returns, it's basically a point in our life to where we're about to go through a transformation mm-hmm. of maturing, of opening our eyes to new things. And it makes sense because twelve is when the year before we hit teenage.
2: Right.
3: Twenty-one is the year when we are actually entering entering into our twenties. And we're really coming into ourselves. And then 28, 29, and 30, that's when we're about to transition into a whole new decade into, mm-hmm. like, you know, maturity altogether. <clears throat> so, you know, Saturn return is basically where we're going to have a lot of setbacks. Whenever you have your Saturn return, it's just a place to where we're going to go through transformation. So you're going to feel like life is beating you up. You're going to feel like people are against you. You're going to lose people. You're going to just constantly go through finding yourself. That's mm-hmm. your Saturn return. So, you know, you definitely, when you have your side of return, you want to find more ways to on how you can cope with certain things, certain people
2: mm-hmm.
3: without losing your mind because you can easily lose your mind during your side of return. For instance, great example um, the baby. No, he's but... going to return right now. Why do you think he's losing sponsorships? Mm. He said the about HIV AIDS mm. he's losing sponsorships people don't want to work with him no more he don't fit in the community he's currently going through his and return so it's just it's just uh, a time to where we are going through a transformation of feeling like life is beating us up mm. so it's, it's it's a lot of issues so we have to be very careful about what we do and what we say because shit can easily turn left for us very quickly
1: Ooh. okay well in the last three years, it has been quite some hell, to say the least, because you mentioned some ages that I have gone through, and I'm just like, this has been a complete fucking mess. But now, I feel like on the other side of it, everything is much more blissful and open and free, and I feel yeah. much better. Yeah, I feel like
3: after your side of you, you you just gave so much more insight, and it's just, it's so beautiful. It's so dope, it's so dope, so, you know... I, I, that's that's how I kind of broke into the astrology thing because my sudden return was that year before which was 2019 that was like my worst year ever oh I would never go back to that year okay. um, but when 2020 came it was dope for me because that's when I started my TikTok account I didn't start teaching astrology until a little later on but I started becoming more into myself even though we was in quarantine I enjoyed quarantine especially from the money I was getting from my department hello
1: let's <laughs> yeah. be clear
3: but I was enjoying quarantine, and I honestly wouldn't even mind going back into one. But, you know, many people can't because of jobs, and I get that. But I just I just enjoyed that for some reason. It, it made me discover myself. It made me open my mind to understanding that I don't want to work for nobody no more. I want to work for myself. Mm-hmm. So that's why I started my business, and I, I just realized that I just can't deal with somebody telling me where the clock came, when can I go on vacation. I don't like all of that. I want to be an entrepreneur. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that's just your style for you. It just makes you realize so much of who you are and what you're trying to go towards.
1: No, I, I I love that, and and and, and uh, seeing, and this is the part that I be telling people like none of this stuff is a coincidence. All of this is working together, and I mean like I know there's other parts like your environment and stuff like that, but you yeah. know. So I know I know there's only a few planets left. Um, you know there's Uranus and Neptune and Pluto. So no, those three I don't know much about at all. Um
3: with we the Sun, Moon, Venus, Mars, Saturn, Pluto, Uranus, and Neptune. all now all of these planets—they they constantly change into a new sign. Mm. When it comes to Uranus, Pluto, and Neptune, these are the signs that they don't really affect us they affect us but they really don't affect us because these planets take about 15 to 30 years to move into a different sign oh. so these are the planets that we call generational planets mm. because every time they transition into a new sign a new generation is birth Work. Okay. so um for instance anybody that was born before 1995 their Uranus and Pluto and Neptune is usually in Capricorn. Mm-hmm. So they are used to going to work. They're used to following a social norm. They're used to discipline and responsibilities.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: People that was born anytime after 1995 is an Aquarius. Mm-hmm. This is why you see many people and m- many millennials not wanting to work. This is why you see technology coming to arise because mm-hmm. in astrology, Aquarius rules technology. Mm-hmm. So this is why social media and computers and, and you know, internet the internet started rising because this is where, this is the generation where I can say, I think I'm, I, well, I don't think I'm a millennial. I think I'm a generation who's C I I don't, why? What know? <laughs> but, you know, this is where um, the the rise of the internet and the rise of um, detachment came from because mm. Aquarius represents detachment. So, a lot of millennials, a lot of people, they don't want to work anymore. They want to, you know, kind of just do their own thing. They want to just be on social media. So, you know, people that is it, Uranus and Neptune and Pluto, those are the signs of the planets to where it's more of a generational basis. This is mm-hmm. why we are constantly always going back and forth with older generations. T.I., he was born in a whole, I think he was born when his Pluto was in Libra,
2: mm-hmm.
3: where I, I think I think Pluto right now is in Sag, I believe mm-hmm. right now. Mm-hmm. So where Sag is all about freedom and independence, his Pluto is in Libra, which is all about, you know, working with others, kind of following a social structure Mm -hmm. type thing. So this is why he, you know, when it comes to older generations, they're never going to understand these newer millennial kids Mm -hmm. or newer generations because they were so accustomed to something. Mm -hmm. So when it comes to these planets, these are generational planets. Pluto is ruled by Scorpio. Pluto is basically,
2: it represents death. It represents transformation. It represents sex as well.
3: Mm -hmm. Um, Pluto is just a planet to where, how we go through our transformation and how we deal with our, how we deal with it.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Neptune is ruled by Pisces. This is how we express our dreams, express our creativity, our creativeness. Mm-hmm. It's how we express uh, ways to where we can
1: escape reality. Oh, mm-hmm.
3: and um, what is the other one? Uh, Uranus. Uranus. Uranus is that girl that's different. Uh, or mm-hmm. Uranus is the sign I will call. Well, hmm. Uranus is actually gender neutral.
1: Okay.
3: Uranus is not a he. Uranus is not a she. It's actually gender neutral because Uranus is that planet of different. Uranus mm-hmm. is that planet of unique.
1: Mm-hmm. Uranus
3: is that planet to where you're never going to understand them mm-hmm. because they are always changing. They're they're brought into this lifetime to um, be transformative. They're they're supposed to kind of break the generational norms. Uranus mm-hmm. is that sign to where. You're gonna see a guy coming in here with nails, a crop top, and this is this is the new Uranus. This is Uranus right here because they're like, and he would still either be called, you know, whatever he wants to be called, whether it's like he or she or they. Or, mm-hmm. That's just Uranus. You're never gonna know because it's just different, and it's something that we have to learn how to adapt to. That's what Uranus basically is.
1: No, I, I and woof. Okay, well, see, y'all be thinking I know a whole lot of stuff. Such my friends, they'd be like, <laughs> they will send me memes like. Like if I'm going to meet a guy and they'd be like I'd be like, What's his sign? And they'd be like, We already know 'cause we, we you knew was gonna ask. I'm just like, I need to know if we gonna be vibing the click, I need to know if I need to be watching and all that kind of stuff. So The only thing I didn't hear about, and I know we're kind of running a little bit long, but this last one I want to kind of ask about is the rising, what or the ascend, ascend. I think that's what it's called. Yeah. So so what?
3: Not a rising is basically just the energy that you give off to other people. Your rising sign. So your rising sign basically is the energy that you give off to other people when you first meet them. You don't give off your sun energy. You give off your rising energy. Mm -hmm. So this is how people are going to. Oh, you know, what's your sign if they guess your rising sign? Because that's the energy that you give off. They're not going to guess that you're a Virgo or you're a Scorpio. Mm-hmm. They're going to see whatever sign your rising is because think of your rising sign like you're walking onto somebody's property and you see like a screen door. Mm-hmm. You see a door behind it and you see the inside of the house. That screen door is your rising sign. This is the person that people first see when they oh. first meet you. This is the energy that, they, that you give off. That door behind that screen is your son. That's the ego. You don't give that off until you feel comfortable, so you feel like you can express yourself and truly be who you are. And then the inside of the house is your home. That's how that's where all your feelings and your all your stuff reside. In. Mm-hmm. So your rising is the energy that you give off. It's the it's the how people perceive you. Um, this is how you can be when it comes to um uh, your physical appearances as well. Your rising makes up your physical appearances. So many people that have like water sign mm-hmm. risings or cancer, plants, or Scorpio, their eyes tend to usually look what, like very heavy or like, like they're sleepy or like they're high. Mm-hmm. For instance, like a Whitney Houston has that. Um, I believe a Megan Fox has that. I think she's a Scorpio rising. Um, I believe Diana Ross has that as well. Uh their eyes are big. I think Michael Jackson had it as well. You mm. know what I'm saying? So they have like the big eyes and um cancer rises, they tend to have like almond-shaped eyes. Taurus rises, they tend to have strong foreheads or like a strong neck, because in astrology the zodiac signs also rule parts of the body. So oh. the neck is ruled by Taurus, the head is ruled by Aries, the arms and the shoulders is ruled by Gemini, the heart and the, the heart and the back is ruled by Leo. Virgo rules the intestines and the nervous system. Libra rules the skin and the butt. Mm. Um, Scorpio rules the sex genitals. Mm-hmm. Thad rules the thighs and the legs. Aquarius rules the ankles. And Pisces rules the feet. So, you know, whatever sign you have there, you know, it makes up your physical appearance and it also is the energy that you give to other people when they first meet you. And this is how they're perceiving you before they actually get to know you, which is your sun sign. Mm.
1: See, y'all don't even be knowing people. Y'all ask people they size and you'd be like, that's not what you act like. And that's probably because, like, I like to say, like, I send a representative before they actually meet me. That's what I tell people. I'm like, I'm sending a representative. This is who you're going to get to meet. This is who you're going to get to see. You know, once you start spending time with me and stuff like that and start being in my space, my energy, you really going to find out what kind of person I actually am. So, and I don't think it's bad to send a representative because people probably going to send out their representative too. So let's let's make sure that... <laughs> you know, our people can converge and get along well, but...
3: And that's it. Just you just know, I just want everybody to know that you're a part of every sign. You have every sign in your birth chart. Mm -hmm. So, for instance, like I said, Saturn represents setbacks and limitations. I have Saturn in Aries. Mm -hmm. Every time I meet an Aries, I always have problems with them. Mm -hmm. I don't like them. I don't do well with relationships with them. That's because I have Saturn there, which represents setbacks and blockages. Mm -hmm. It takes a minute for me to get along with an Aries because... I, I just can't relate to them. So whatever sign you have your Saturn is in is, is kind of what you have problems with mm-hmm. when it pertains to whatever sign you have there. But um, yeah, so everybody has every sign in there. So you like, oh, I don't act like a Scorpio. You may not act like a Scorpio, but your Venus is a Scorpio, so you love like a Scorpio. Mm-hmm. But, oh, I don't act like a Gemini, but you have your moon in Gemini, so you express yourself like a Gemini. So it's just like you have these qualities. You just either refuse to see it or you don't want to see it or you just don't know about it. So it's
1: just crazy. A combination of all those things, because people still don't think it's, like, real. But I guess that we'll leave that up for people who are available to, you know, want to have that conversation.
0: Right. So,
1: speaking of having that conversation, we're going to kind of get to the end here. I know, um, ugh, I just oh, I want to keep listening to you talk because you have so much information. I'm just like, I want to keep listening. But, I love this. I can
3: talk with
1: y'all. <laughs> I don't want to hold you here all night, all that kind of stuff, because I'm sure you got stuff to do. You got someone to go back home to, and you got puppies to love, all that and I'm just, <laughs> I'm going to curl up with a good book. Period. <laughs> Period. <laughs> but um, Josh, where can people find you on the social medias, and how can they um, like get readings from you and stuff like that? Because you also do tarot card readings, which we don't have time to talk about today, but you also do mm. that too.
3: Yes, yes. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at jlife, L-I-F-E 20. That is my only account, jlife20. No underscores, no periods, and no other numbers besides two <laughs> uh, I've been having too many problems with fake pages of being created of me, and it's, it's just becoming crazy. Um, TikTok, same, num- same name, jlife20. Um, I- I'm not on Snapchat. I actually just deleted the app i let that app go. Out there. and Facebook I'm not really on as at all either. I mean, I just that just keeps that from other family members mm-hmm. So um, the way that you can book with me is through my website, Vibe V-I-B-E with W-I-T-H Josh, J-O-S H dot com, vibe with And um, yeah, I have all my services on there. If you would ever like to book one, Um, the prices are on there. Just make sure you read the how to book. It's the first thing that pops up once you click on my site. And yes, I would love to be a service of healing and just positive energy to anybody that wants to allow me to be in their space. So, yes.
1: Please y'all go and I'm going to put the, of course, like I keep saying, I'm just put those in the description. I'm going to put your website link, your your links for Instagram and and, um, TikTok and such so people can get in contact with you and... Uh I, I I'm I'm really grateful and so thankful for your time. It's, I'm really really have appreciated it, and I think you're amazing. And the video you did earlier with the with the Jocelyn music, I was just like, I was like, oh my god! I was Stop. like, shut up. So again, you're also a talented actor and hilarious and adorable. On top of that, of course, I'm biased. I like uh, pi- I like Pisces and I like I like Locke. So I'm just biased. So. Yeah. Thank you. Of course so I'm going I, I want to play signs as we kind of exit up out of here because here he is. I like I'm, I'm, we like moods up in here so we, we just that. We, we say run that shit back run that shit the fuck back we love moods
3: and we love Beyonce
1: that 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 baby? baby thank you again y'all please go check out his content tiktok instagram all the things and book um readings and everything with josh
2: thank you again thank you
3: thank y'all so much Bye.
0: Thank you all so much for tuning in to Black to the Future.
1: Yes, thank you for joining us. And if you want to continue the conversation with us, you can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Black to the Future
0: Podcast. And don't forget to use the hashtag Black to the Future Podcast as well. Share the content and please leave positive reviews.
1: Yeah, hola. (laughs) And we will see y'all in the future. Don't you mean Black to the Future? Oh, I guess you're right. We'll see y'all black Black to the the future. future.